الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحابه واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا استعينوا بالصبر والصلاه ان الله مع الصابرين ولا تقولوا لمن يقتل في سبيل الله اموات بل احياء ولكن لا تشعرون رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين my dear respected elders and brothers as human beings we have many aspirations and as believers also we have aspirations i would like my child to become a hafiz al quran i would like him to become an alim we have this aspiration i want to go for hajj over and over again and as believers as people of iman we have this desire and aspiration that i should die in madina sharif i should die in makka and we have this desire and aspiration that i should have a very good and a beautiful mouth and death also but from amongst the most coveted and most searched mouth and death which especially you'll find among sahaba ikram was the mouth and death of shahadat and mat and matadam you'll find sahaba ikram used to desire shahadat nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself personally being the best of allah's creation whose past present and future mistakes if there was any there was no mistakes if there was have been completely forgiven by allah subhanahu wa taala the one who was created the, the one for whom this entire world was created nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam himself he says that i hope and i desire and i wish my aspiration is this that i should go out in the path of allah i should be made made shaheed he said walladhi nafsi muhammadin biyadi by the oath of the one in whose hand is the life of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam la waditu an uqtal i wish and i desire that i should be killed i should become shaheed in the path of allah i should be brought back to life again then i should be given shahadat again i should be made shaheed again then i should give be given life life again nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned this three three times hazrat anas radhiyallahu ta'ala anhu makes mention that that nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam said that no jannati will ever desire to come back in this world 
No jannati. When he sees the bounties and the ni'mats of jannat, he will never wish to come back into this world. But a shaheed will desire, will have this uh, wish that he can come back into this world and give his life again in the path of Allah. And then be given life again and give life again and, and, and become shaheed again. Ten times he would like this to happen to him or even more. In the hadith, mention is made of ten times, but it is in order to show that many times they would love to come into this world and give their life for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Shahadat and martyrdom was something that the sahaba kiram looked forward to. Why? Because Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained to sahaba kiram the status and the maqam and the position of a shaheed. The shaheed will wish to come back in this world and give his life again. Why? Because he already witnessed and he already saw the rewards and the honor that Allah has bestowed upon him in, in, in the hereafter. Say when a person, when a shaheed passes away, as soon as he leaves this world, immediately he is entered into Jannat. We should never think that a shaheed has died. Yes, he has left this worldly life. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تَقُولُوا لِمَنْ يُقْتَلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتِ Don't say that a shaheed has died. بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّ بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ وَلَا كِلَّا تَشْعُرُونَ But in fact he is alive, but you cannot perceive it and you cannot understand it. Ulama explain and they say, that as far as a shaheed is concerned, he enjoys an exclusive life in the hereafter. An exclusive life he, he enjoys in the hereafter. When a person dies, then you go into alam barzakh If he is a good, good person, he will have a uh, beautiful sleep. He will enjoy the, the air of jannat, etc. If he is a bad person, a kafir, a disbeliever, he will go into alam barzakh and his punishment will start. But as far as a shaheed is concerned, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in alam barzakh gives him an exclusive life. Such an exclusive life that he is already fed from the bounties of Jannah. He is already enjoying the ni'mats and the food and the drinks of Jannah. According to one hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that on the day of Qiyamah, when everybody will have to go for reckoning, everybody will be there and giving account of their life, how they live their life, how they spend their youth, how did you spend your wealth, how did you spend your time in the world, how did you act upon your knowledge. All these questions are going to be asked and we'll have to go through that difficult reckoning on the day of Qiyamah. But as far as a shaheed is concerned, they will be waiting whilst reckoning is going on. They will be waiting at the gates of Jannat in a VIP lounge which is described in the Ahadith as a beautiful green dome. A beautiful structure VIP lounge which will be on the banks of a brilliant and a bright and a beautiful river. And they will be waiting for reckoning to, con to conclude, to come to an end, and then they will be granted their entrance into Jannah forever and ever. So there are many, many ahadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which explains the status and the position of a shaheed, one who has died for the sake of Allah, 
one who has given his life for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the position and the status of a shaheed is very, very high. That is why you find sahaba kiram, they used to make dua to Allah. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu is making dua to Allah. Allahumma rzuqni shahadatan fi sabilik. Waj'al mawti fi baladi rasulik. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is making dua to Allah that, Oh my Allah, give me shahadat in your path. Grant, um, give me that coveted end. Grant me, um, um, grant me martyrdom. And let me die in the beloved city of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In those days people used to wonder, used to wonder that how will Umar radiallahu ta'ala attain uh, or attain his, his, his shahadat because he was so busy with the affairs of khilafat. He was not out in the path of uh, striving in jihad at that time because he was looking after the affairs of the state and khilafat. And because in his dua he is saying, I must become shaheed in the city of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And during the time of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, all the expeditions were far and wide in different, different parts of the world. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the dua of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted him shahadat in the very city of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam on the musalla and on that point and place where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to lead, 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 lead the, uh, the salah. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu, we all know he was known as Saifullah, the sword of Allah. Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu is on his deathbed. And Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala anhu is crying profusely. He is crying. People asked him, what is making you cry? He said, I fought so many battles, so many battles because I wanted shahadat. Because there is not a point on his body that does not have a scar from an arrow, a spear or a sword. He said, I wanted shahadat in the path of Allah, but look at me, I am dying on the bed. People explained to him and ulama also explained that he had the title of Saifullah, the sword of Allah and Allah didn't want the sword of Allah to fall and to, and to break. But this was the desire in the hearts of sahaba kiram. Hazrat Anas bin Nadar radiallahu ta'ala anhu during the battle of Uhud. Hazrat Saad bin Ma'ad radiallahu ta'ala anhu explains and he says that Anas bin Nadar radiallahu ta'ala anhu is saying that I can smell the fragrance of Jannah coming from Uhud. He then goes out into the enemy lines and eventually he gives his life, he becomes shaheed. When sahaba kiram were falling, when they were becoming shaheed, they used to say, Fustu wa rabbil Kaaba. I am successful by the oath of the Lord of the Kaaba. Why? Because they understood what it is to become a shaheed. They understood what a maqam, what a position, what a status it was to become a shaheed. One Bedouin, ordinary sahabi, perhaps his name is not even recorded, but it's mentioned in Hayatus uh, Sahaba that as a Bedouin, a Bedouin sahabi came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, accepted deen Islam. He made hijrat with, uh, towards Medina for the sake of Allah, joined Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Khaybar expedition. After the Khaybar expedition, booty was being distributed, so a share was taken out for him. Somebody went to pass on his share to him. 
He says, I didn't come out in the path of Allah for, for the dunya, for this. I didn't come out for this. I came out in the path of Allah so that an arrow can come from the side of the enemy and pierce me through here. And he pointed through his throat and his neck. He said, an arrow must come and pierce me through here. That is what I came out for in the path of Allah. Not long thereafter, he went on an expedition with the Sahaba Kiram. And eventually they found him amongst the shuhada. They found him from amongst the, mat- the martyrs. And exactly the point where he had put his finger, that is where an arrow had pierced him. When he was brought to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, he was true to Allah. He was true in his intention and Allah has fulfilled his wish, his wish of martyrdom. Then Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam shrouds this sahabi, simple Bedouin sahabi, shrouds him in his cloak, in his garment, gives him one of his garments and shrouds him in this. His body is placed before Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Oh Allah, before, before us lies one of your servants. He migrated in your path, he migrated for your sake. And oh Allah, he has been killed as a martyr, as a shaheed. And oh Allah, I am witness to that. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is making dua like that. In the time of Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when the Sahaba Kiram had advanced and they were facing the Roman army, they were facing the Roman army and they were, the Sahaba were very few in number and they were facing heavy odds, very, very heavy odds. So, while the lines were still being formed, one Sahabi, one person, he goes and rushes into the enemy lines and he breaks through the enemy lines, but because of the sheer number of the enemies, he becomes shaheed. So some of them be- began to say, وَلَا تُلْقُوا بِأَيْدِيكُمْ إِلَى Look up. Don't put yourself into, don't put yourself into self-destruction. Why must you destroy yourself? So immediately, Hazrat Abu Ayyub Ansari, radiallahu ta'ala, who he gets up and he says, you people have misunderstood this verse of the Qur'an. You are taking the literal meaning of this, of this verse. Whereas this verse was revealed regarding us, the Ansar. Abu Ayyub Ansari radiallahu ta'ala is saying this. He says a time had come when we had conquered many lands. And after Fateh Makkah, when the, we had conquered Makkah, the Ansar began to talk amongst themselves and they said, you know, we have fought many battles. We have given our wealth, we have given our time, etc. It's now time for us to relax a bit, relax a bit, and let us earn some, you know, livelihood and make our lives a bit better. He said, Allah revealed this verse, وَلَا تُلْقُوا بِأَيْدِيكُمْ إِلَى التَّهْلُكَ There's no need to relax. You shouldn't think in this way at all. You have to be striving in the path of Allah, then you have to give your life in the path of Allah. Why? If you do not do so, then you are actually leading yourself to destruction. Giving your life for the sake of Allah, becoming shaheed and becoming a martyr is a coveted end of a Muslim, of a person of iman. It is not this, this, destroying of your life. Actually, you are making your life better. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, وَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ أَمْوَاتًا don't ever think that those that have died in the path of Allah are dead. They are enjoying an exclusive life in the hereafter. بَلْ أَحْيَاءٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ يُرْزَقُونَ 
They are being fed by Allah. They are being given the best of hospitality. Yes, we will grieve, we will feel sad, but they are enjoying their life. It is, it is narrated in the hadith, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, when a person becomes shaheed, when a person becomes shaheed, before his blood even drops on the ground, all his gunas and sins are forgiven. Before his blood touches the ground, his gunas and sins are, for, are forgiven. Before he even leaves this world, before he even his ruh leaves, he already sees his maqam and his status in Jannat. He already sees his abode in Jannat. Not only that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it such that he is immediately granted a robe of iman. He is saved from the azab and the punishment of the qabr. He is given a crown to wear, such a beautiful crown. One ruby, one ruby in that crown is more valuable than this entire world and whatever is contained in it. Then he 72 hoors and women of Jannat come and surround him. According to one, one, one narration, one hadith, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, when a person is becoming shaheed, from his woman of Jannah, two of them rush from the heavens. He is still in this world. His ruh is coming out. He is being made shaheed. They rush from Jannah. They come with two garments, beautiful garments of Jannah to enshroud him and to clothe him. They come rushing and vying with one another to come and reach him first. Not only that Allah grants him such honor that a shaheed will be given the, uh, uh, given the opportunity to intercede on behalf of 70 family members of his. Then Allah Ta'ala says, Ahbal ahya'un inda rabbihim yur zakun. They are being looked after, they are being fed there in the hereafter. As I mentioned, they have an exclusive life. How it is and in which way that is best known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulama give different interpretation and different explanations. We cannot go into that now. But they have an exclusive life that Allah gives the shuhada. And every mu'min, every believer should have this desire for shahadat. Yes, we have the desire to die in Makkah, to die in Medina. And that too, you know, when the people go for Umrah, they say not this Umrah, next Umrah. Not now, we'll go the next, the next one. We should have the desire and the umid to die in the path of Allah, to give our lives as shaheed and as shuhada. So Allah Ta'ala says, فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِ that they are so happy, so happy. When a shaheed dies, immediately he goes into happiness. And there's many, many reports of people even in these times and age, even in today's time, when they die as shaheed, they are living with a broad smile on their face. Why? Because they already see the beauty and the nemats of Jannah that they are going to receive now. They live with a broad smile. And there's so many reports, even in the wars that took place in present day, of how the shuhada, their bodies were lying on the battlefield for one week, for two weeks, and sometimes up to a month before their bodies were removed, and there was no change to their body whatsoever. This also is proof of the fact that they are alive, and Allah Ta'ala gives them an exclusive life, as far as alam e and as far as hereafter is concerned. Then they say, فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِ وَيَسْتَبْشِرُونَ بِالَّذِينَ لَمْ يَلْحَقُوا بِهِمْ مِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ أَلَّا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ These ayats were revealed regarding the shuhada of Uhud. When they had passed away, 
and they gave their life as shaheed. And when they went and met Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah honored them, Allah gave them such bounties which no mind can, can perceive. Then at that moment in time, they wished and they hoped that their brethren that were left behind, their families and the, and, and, and the friends that were left behind could come to know somehow of the nemats and the bounties that Allah had bestowed them with. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fulfilled their wish. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed these ayats of the Qur'an. وَيَسْتَبْشِرُونَ بِالَّذِينَ لَمْ يَلْحَقُوا بِهِمْ مِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ أَلَّا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ That this glad tidings is given even to those that have been left behind. Any person right till the day of Qiyamah who will attain shahadat, who will attain martyrdom, that person will enjoy the very same bounties and blessing that these shuhada and these people uh, that gave their lives in the battle of Uhud had, had enjoyed. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَسْتَبْشِرُونَ بِنِعْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلٍ لَمْ يَمْسَسُمْ سُوءُ وَاتَّبَعُوا رِدْوَانَ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says glad tidings to, those, to, to them Allah had given them the good news in the hereafter they were enjoying all the bounties and they were very very pleased with what Allah had given them why? because Allah blesses those people who do good and who have iman so many reports of sahaba kiram that were going out in the path of Allah, giving their lives, and being happy and pleased with the fact that Allah has given them the opportunity of giving their life in the path, in the path of Allah. So my dear respected elders and brothers, definitely, without doubt, we grieve, we cry, and we pity the condition of our Muslim brethren in Palestine, the difficulties that they are going through. Yes, we will make dua for them, etc. But by the same token, we envy that maqam and status that they are enjoying, the maqam and the status of the shaheed and those that are dying for the sake of Allah. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kutila duna malihi fahuwa shaheed. A person who dies whilst protecting his property is a shaheed. Man kutila duna damihi fahuwa shaheed. A person who dies whilst protecting his life and his blood, he is a shaheed. Man kutila duna dinihi fahuwa shaheed. A person whilst protecting his deen, if he has to give his life, then he is a shaheed. Man kutila duna ahlihi fahuwa shaheed. A person who dies whilst protecting his family, he is a shaheed. And in one riwayat it comes, وَمَنْ قُتِلَ دُونَ مَظْلَمَتِهِ فَهُوَ شَهِيد A person who dies whilst he is being oppressed, he is a shaheed. And a person who is a shaheed, he has got a very high maqam and status in the courts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them Jannat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease the difficulties for, for them. We have to uh, continuously continuously make dua, dua for them. We have to continuously uh, uh, beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ease the difficulties that they are going through. But by the same token, we envy them for this, that Allah has granted them that maqam and the status of being shuhada and being those who are giving their life in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, many places in the, in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
regarding those that have gone out in the path of Allah, those that strive for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them high status and high, high maqam and position also. There's just, uh, in the time of uh, Abdullah bin, Mu, bin, bin, Mu, bin Mubarak, rahmatullah alayhi, he was out in Tartus, he was out in the battle in Tartus, and there he wrote a letter to Fudail bin Iyad. He wrote a letter to him, explaining to him regarding the, themselves who are out in the path of Allah, striving for the deen and the protection of, of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa, wa, wa ta'ala. He writes and he says, Ya Abid al-Haramain, law absartana la'alimta annaka bil-ibadati tal'abu. He writes to him this letter and he says that, Oh, the one who worships the two harams, you know, because uh, Fudel bin Iyad, six months used to spend in one haram, and the other six months in another, another haram, in Makkah, in, Mad- in Medina, in the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he writes to him and he says, if you had to see what we're going through in the path of Allah, the difficulties that we have to experience, the hardships that we have to experience, you will regard your f- spending time in your ibadat as just a pastime. See? مَنْ كَانَ يَخْدِبُ خَدَّهُ بِدُمُوعِهِ فَنُحُورِنَا بِدِمَاعِنَا تَتَخَدَّبُ Your chest and your, your, your face is getting wet with your tears, whilst our chest is getting wet with our blood. We are giving our blood in the path of Allah. The same, same thing is happening to the people in Palestine. Because they are protecting Masjid Al-Aqsa, they are protecting their lives, they are protecting their properties, they are giving blood. But it will never ever go to waste. We must never ever think that is going to go to waste. They will get either of two things. Either they will, re- they, they will get victory, which will very soon come. فَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ اللَّهَ غَافِلًا أَمَّا يَعْمَلُ الظَّالِمُونَ We should never ever think that Allah is unaware of what is happening. The zulam, the atrocities, and the wrong that is taking place. Allah is watching everything. Everything has a time frame in the courts of Allah. Very soon, very shortly, the nusrat and the help of Allah will come. So it's either you will enjoy the nusrat and the help of Allah very soon, or you will enjoy shahadat. A Muslim never loses. Never loses. You either getting shahadat and a better place in the hereafter, which nobody wants to even return to in this world, or you are going to be given victory. So then Abdullah bin Mubarak continues with his letter and he says, Many people they host they riding their horses in enjoyment and their horses are getting tired, uh, going around, you know, touring, etc. Our horses on the day when they have to fight the enemies are getting tired and are getting hurt. You find many people, unfortunately, lot of time they while away in holiday making, unfortunately, hours and hours playing golf, you know, all that. Instead of spending so much money on all these equipment, rather buy weapons, rather, rather buy guns, etc. and train your children, train everybody with, 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 with this. Because in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَعِدُّوا لَهُمْ مَسْتَطَعْتُمْ مِنْ قُوَّةِ وَمِنْ رِبَاتِ الْخَيْلِ تُرْهِبُونَ بِهِ عَدُوَ اللَّهِ وَعَدُوَكُمْ We need to train ourselves, we need to have that desire from within ourselves for jihad, for striving in the path of Allah, for giving our life in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he writes and he says, رِيحُ الْأَبِيرِ لَكُمْ وَنَحْنُ أَبِيرُنَا 
Rahju sanabiki wal ghubarul atyabu. That you have, you know, you perfuming yourself, putting this oud and that oud and all the different perfumes. But when you're out in the path of Allah, when you're in jihad, there is no time to put perfume. Our perfume is the dust and the sparks that fly from the hooves of the of the horses. وَلَقَدْ أَتَانَا مِن مَقَالِ نَبِيِّنَا قَوْلٌ صَحِيحٌ صَادِقٌ لَا يَكْذِبُ لَا يَسْتَوِي غُبَارُ خَيْلِ اللَّهِ فِي أَنْفِ مْرِئٍ وَدُخَانُ نَارٍ تُلْهِبُ That Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has spoken the truth. That the fire, the, the blaze, the smoke from the fire of Jahannam and the dust that goes into the noses of those that are striving in the path of Allah can never ever be combined. That means he will never go into Jahannam. And finally, he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَهَذَا كِتَابُنَا يَنْتِقُ بَيْنٍ And Allah mentions in the Quran that a shaheed will never die. A shaheed, lays a shaheed will be mayyitin, a shaheed will never die. So the lesson that we'll go home with today, one is every one of us should have the desire for shahadat. Even if you don't fathom it's coming, or even if you haven't imagined it, the desire for shahadat has to be in the heart of every believer. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَن مَاتَ وَلَمْ يَغْزُ وَلَمْ يُحَدِّذْ بِهِ نَفْسُ مَاتَ عَلَى شُعْبَةٍ مِّن نِفَاقٍ Any person who dies, but dies without going into battlefield, without fighting in any battle, perhaps you didn't get the opportunity, perhaps you didn't come to a situation where you had to fight. So you died when you never had a battle to fight in. But وَلَمْ يُحَدِّذْ بِهِ نَفْسُ But you never even desired shahadat. You never even thought about shahadat. Then you die on nifaq and hypocrisy. Then you don't die a person with iman. So now what we are witnessing in Palestine, let us all have this desire in our hearts that if Allah makes the way for us, we will go there. If we cannot go, go, go there, at least have this desire for shahadat to die in the path of Allah or to become shaheed in any which way. There's one way which we'll make mention of before we conclude is the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if somebody comes to steal your property, a sahabi asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, somebody comes to steal my property, what should I do? He said, you must fight. He said, what if he kills me? He said, you are shaheed. He said, and if, he, if, if I kill him, he'll go to Jahannam. So we should be brave enough. We should have the desire for shahadat. Having a desire for, sh- for shahadat and becoming a martyr in the path of Allah is from the sifat of a believer and the sifat of a mu'min and a believer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me tawfiq. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq. We make a lot of dua for our brethren in Palestine and in every part of the world wherever they are going through different different types of atrocities and torture and difficulties. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all the difficulties and wherever we can help whether it is Mali with financial or in any other way we should try and assist them and one more warning is that we shouldn't uh, take every news that is coming and all the whatsapp messages there's a lot of fake news that is going going around we should be very careful with regard to the fake news Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wan alhamdulillah